You have entered the neutral zone, humans. Lower your shields and open hailing frequencies because it's time for episode 269 of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast. I'm Tom, and joining me on the bridge this week for a discussion of net neutrality, in case that intro didn't sort of telegraph the topic to you, are my fellow officers, Brian and Cam. What's up, guys? Hey, man. I was trying to sound like a uh, bellicose Star Trek alien, but also nerdy, kind of like a Ferengi. I think you kind of hit Moonite. Hmm. I don't get that reference. That's probably because I'm not as big a Trekkie as I claim to be. Is that one of the races? No, that's the uh, the digitized sign guys from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, the Moon Knight. Oh, the Moon Knights from the moon. Those guys. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like them, but I'll take it. They work. They, they kind of, I think, are in the mold of the haughty Star Trek alien. In a way. You'll, you'll understand why I've got Star Trek on the brain when I give my update anyway. <laughs> anyway, before we take a neutral stance, possibly neutral stance, probably not, on the issue of bandwidth and how it's allocated, we should probably start things off by injecting a little bias into the discussion by bragging about how we've spent our last week with our Geekly Weekly Weekly Geekly update. And Brian, why don't you go first, man? What have you been up to? Um, I saw Coco. Ah, and that was really killer. Like, I really like that movie. Um, I will say this, though. I'll kind of bitch about it. I'm sure you guys have heard how long the quote unquote short at the beginning is. Hell yes. I I, I sat through it. You saw it too then? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I saw Coco. I I went to a theater that. I, I don't know why I go there. Oh, well, I went there because it is very convenient to go there while my oil is getting changed, but they they are horrible about the trailers. There were like 30 minutes of trailers before my feature, and on top of that, there was a 22-minute short in front of my feature. And on top of that, and I feel really bad for this, but after the trailers, after the short, there was this neat little like, hey, other producers, thank you for watching our movie, but I was like, God damn, something else? What the... Just 15 minutes late. <laughs> no. I, I doubt they're listening, but just in case, I'm very sorry, guys. It was, yeah. it was not you. It was the 50 minutes of bullshit in front of it. And I hate Olaf. So. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't like the 20 minutes uh, to learn that... I don't want to give a spoiler. To, to learn where Olaf fits into the holiday scheme of things? I did not. <laughs> okay. did not. That's fair enough. I hate that kind of like idiot character. Like everybody laughs at him because he's so dumb. Like <laughs> that that art type really drives me nuts. Cam, you haven't seen? Uh, you haven't rushed out to see Coco yet? I have not. Last movie I saw was uh, Jail. I don't know what the uh, what the holdup is. I think you you might be busy with something. Let's see what let's see what you're up to after Brian gives his up to, or finishes his up. That that was that was really it. I'm I'm yeah. getting ready. I'll probably have an exciting. Uh, update next week i'm going to the uh i don't even know what it's called mickey's frosty christmas or something oh you're going to the uh mickey's very merry christmas yes, party? That thing. oh man i'm so jealous that's fun it's good times and uh you know i'll probably get like an olaf uh sorcerer's magic kingdom card oh stop man <laughs> I, even though you don't like olaf that's actually making me jealous i know you're supposed to be uh i'm actually pretty proud of those i have a lot of those um I have like, I think this will be my third Christmas card and I have two Halloween cards. So, yeah. Badass. Did they add the new uh, Sorcerer stuff to Tomorrowland yet? 
I, I haven't actually played anything in a while. I don't, I don't know. I've just been collecting the cards. Last it was rumored year. they were going to add. It was rumored they were going to add more there. So oh. I'm just curious if that ever. Uh, I'll have to check. Yep. I definitely got, I miss Disney. <laughs> I really miss it. Yeah. Let, let me know, man. Report in. Kim. All, all, all you, man. All me. Uh, let's see. Been playing uh, the um, Lord of the Rings Shadow over Mordor. Nice. PS4 game. Uh, I've been uh, doing some tabletop gaming. Played a little Century Spice Road. Played some Concept this week. And uh, oh yeah, I got married. <laughs> that was uh, yeah. yeah. There's that. So that that yeah. That pretty much consumed most of my life uh, over the last week. Le- you know, few days leading up to it. Then we had the you know the party and and the wedding and all that stuff. So that was uh, basically spent my time doing that, hanging out with family, uh, old and new, and uh, actually took them to Everglades uh, Holiday Park this yesterday. Went out in the airboats nice. and uh, saw some gators. That was pretty cool. Saw the gator show afterwards. I don't know. Have you guys done that? I'm sure you guys have done that, right? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been since I was yeah. a kid, but yeah. Yep. Um, it's funny. Like we saw a lot of gators. Like we saw like I'd say six or seven while we were out on the boat. You're only out for like an hour, you know? And uh, I'm convinced that they are feeding the gators at night or something like that. Because no, honestly, I mean, like the they come like right up to the boat, like super close to the that boat. ain't good. And that yeah, yeah. And that thing is like a soup, you know, it's like a big, huge metal. It's like a serving dish. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's huge, which must be intimidating to an animal, and it's like super loud. That freaking airboat, you know, the engines. So. You know, I, I can't imagine that they're they're not doing that. I, th- I think they're doing that just so you can sort of, you know. But I mean, my 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 father in law said it right. He was like, "Well, do you want to see gators or not?" <laughs> basically, you know, I mean, <laughs> you basically yeah. go out and you don't see anything. Uh, it's like a wasted trip. So, uh, but yeah, so that was cool. We we did that and then uh, went to Benihana for dinner uh, tonight. Actually, just before the show. Um, so just, yeah, just doing the family thing. Uh, I'm a, been a married man for almost three days now. Pretty cool. Sounds like a full, uh, sounds like you've been up to a few things. I guess marriage is a big deal. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's one of those things, right? I think you, you, you got to yeah. come in next though. Yeah, I sure do. I sure do. Should I, should I, should I lament that fact as I begin my yeah, update? Absolutely. Okay. Of course I would never lament the fact that I'm getting married. I'm very happy <laughs> about that. <laughs> that'll be happening in January of next year. So yay. I will then be a married and respectable man for a time in my life. But uh, <laughs> that's no update. My update actually uh, it consists of more sort of geeky things this week. Having finished Final Fantasy 15, I moved on to ReCore for the Xbox One. I think it's an exclusive to Xbox. Uh, basically, you're this girl and you run around with your little robot buddies and you're trying to, you landed on this planet and you came out of hibernation and all the terraforming that was supposed to have taken place has been stalled. And so you're going around like re-energizing all these machines that aren't working and getting to the bottom of why the terraforming has not worked. Wow. And kind of cool. It's got like a kind of borderlandsy look to it, I guess. At least it reminds me of that. And uh, I've enjoyed it. And the game was, 
it disappointed a lot of people because it seemed to end kind of abruptly or not have enough enough content or something like that. So they released a definitive edition and anybody that owned the original version, the owner, the original disc like me, as soon as you install it, it just downloads the definitive edition free. So oh. I get some extra content. Yeah. So pretty cool. Massive download, of course, but pretty cool game so far. It'll, it's a little lighter after Final Fantasy, I think. I, I got to say, this has nothing to do with the game, but Xbox One is such a rotten name for a system. As soon as you said that, I was like, damn, Tom's really going back, isn't he? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That, that. Busted out my old giant Xbox One. Yeah, they, they really shouldn't have called it that. They should have called it like Xbox Next or something. You know? Yeah, because when I think One, I think of the first Xbox. Me too. I think they call it, what do they call it? Xbox Classic or just Xbox? Just Xbox or? is the name now, yeah. When are they going to move off Xbox? Because isn't that kind of a uh, nod to Generation X? Shouldn't they go to like Millenna Box soon or something? Or I, I'm sure I've said Z-box. it before, but like the entire time they were building up for Xbox um, 360 Omega, and since since they've ruined that, I'm just I'm just done with them. Forget it. Xbox 360 Omega. Was it Omega? What's the the square symbol called? Um. Delta, yeah, yeah. No, Delta's triangle. Delta, triangle. I thought that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it, it was, Shit, the, it was the triangle, triangle sing, yeah. uh, symbol. Delta, you're right. Xbox 360, Delta. It would be the X, the square, the circle, and the triangle. So they would have stolen Sony's uh, button faces, right? Which, I mean, everybody knows they did anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, bad move. They should have. Uh, they should have capitalized. So the Xbox One, bad name notwithstanding, ReCore's pretty fun. I've been enjoying it. Something I can get through relatively easily before moving on to something else. Might move on to like the second Kingdom Hearts compilation. Uh, I think I have that for the PS3. I might, of course, they re-release it for the PS4, so I may go that direction with that. Um, if I don't really want to get into another RPG, I have other things I could I could play. But I will, of course, report back and let you know. Um, as well, my companion and I have been looking for something to watch. And so at her suggestion, actually, we began uh, The Next Generation from episode one. That is on streaming, I think on Hulu. And I forgot how good that show was. Like he, the early seasons, you can tell the pacing wasn't there. and They were still trying to find their kind of episode format. But really good, really good stories. And I think probably owing to some remastering when they did the HD upgrade, the effects are pretty decent. I mean, for being as old as they are, uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever caught like just on regular broadcast TV, probably a few years back, like any old next generation episodes and notice how blurry everything was, the graphics and stuff. Yeah, for sure. They've alleviated that. So I'm guessing they re-rendered everything or did something to kind of make it sharper. The stuff, I mean, I'm not going to say it's cutting edge, but it looks pretty good for as old as it is. And I'm pretty sure they did some enhancements because there's some stuff that there's no way, like they're in a meeting room and there's like polygon stuff like floating in the middle of them that doesn't look like primitive. I'm like, they couldn't have done that in like 88. <laughs> um, but damn, the show's really good, man. Yeah. And the reason, the, what inspired me to be a, a, like a haughty alien was I saw the episode where they first met the Ferengi. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, that had like some really classic lines, one of which was on their set. So they communicated once over the viewer and the Fer- Ferengi were appalled at the way the, the humans looked. 
they get back on the line later to like continue their negotiations. And the Ferengi's first remark is something to the effect of, once again, your alien appearance shocks us. <laughs> That's just funny. Like that was the Sun uh Sun Tzu episode, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, where they go down and like this yeah, the this gatekeeper from a fallen empire basically probes Riker's mind and finds these these Sun Tzu in, uh, insights. Yep. Oh, that was good. That was good. The Frankie are all trying to like throw him under the bus. And that that's back when they like haunched over and like like goblins, weren't they? Yeah, they were basically acting like monkeys. Like at first they were standing upright, but then what like once shit got real, so to speak, they started, yeah, behaving in a monkey like fashion. I don't remember Quark behaving that way though. I guess shit never got real with Quark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's their default thing, but yeah, they were basically having them act a bit like monkeys. They're like capitalist monkeys, essentially. <laughs> meant to uh stand in con meant to stand in contrast to the federation that has become like this you know egalitarian utopia but yeah that's it so basically next generation playing that game and uh, i've been putting up my christmas lights there's a little gadgeteering always involved with that um i think i had something kind of technical to discuss with regard to that that might qualify as nerdy but i can't think of what it is right now so I'll get back to you next week if any Christmas decorating geekiness should transpire. Anyway, that is it for my update. And unless you guys have any other addendums to yours, I think it's time we moved on to the world update with our news extravaganza. Cam, you were on. Um, yeah, the... The news is that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, all the, uh, God, the just these fires out in California. It's crazy. Um, just things going on. I mean, it's like, I, I, like I, I posted on Facebook, like I, I, I re, I guess I shared a video of the Sepulveda Pass and the, I mean, you look at this video, uh, I don't know if you saw it, Tom, but I know Brian and I were talking about it before the show. I mean, it literally looks like a bad disaster movie. Actually, not even bad. It was like a good, you know what I mean? Like a like a well-made disaster movie. I mean, the, the freaking, just the way that the like fires are so lit up across the, 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 the landscape. I mean, it, it, you think that like hell's come to, to earth. It, it's crazy what's going on and, there. And like... I mean, civilized landscape, not like, oh, look, here's, you know, deer fleeing their homes. Like, right. that's the 405, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally next to the 405, which is the like main you're, artery. You're full on expecting the rock to come flying in in a helicopter to, like, evacuate people or something. It's yeah, like, absolutely. I, I know this is a trope. I mean, it, it looks like hell on earth. Jesus. Yes, for sure. And, like, people are just, like, going on with their commute, like, you know. Holy crap. I actually just happened to encounter an image of it. Uh, looking it up. Wow. Yeah. There's like people just driving down the street with like a mountain that looks like it exploded. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It almost looks like that movie volcano. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, so we wish, you know, anyone out there, uh, that we know or anybody, basically everybody, uh, you know, uh, safe, uh, safe evacuation. I know they evacuated like 50,000 people or something like that. Damn. Um, I know UCLA got evacuated. It's like threatening the school and it's crazy. I do not think of fire as a natural disaster. 
like like earthquakes one thing tornadoes one thing you know hurricanes one thing like no no like everything is on fire yeah i mean i guess at some point you got to sort of take some kind of like but i mean that's the thing like i don't know like who's responsible though for it you know i mean that somebody did some i don't i don't know if somebody started that fire like by accident like with cigarette butt or something like that or if like it's just a naturally occurring fire like who knows you know i mean everything's dry as shit it's windy as hell like i don't know anything could have happened you know yeah well i mean it's like same thing with like us down here like well we choose to live in the hurricane areas like they live in the you know fire areas and earthquake areas like it's just we you know Uh. we sort of fire beware i mean we know what we're doing but still sucks you know obviously um speaking of the end of the world uh bitcoin just keeps <laughs> going up and up and up uh it's hit it hit a high of twelve thousand dollars per bitcoin oh my god uh, man i like many other people i'm sure are kicking themselves for not for not having gotten in early on the, on the bitcoin craze yeah i mean you i know, mean just even a couple of years ago, you could have got like, you know, a thousand Bitcoins for nothing. And you'd be like a multi multi-millionaire now if you did that. What, um, what's driving the increase in value other than the craze at this point though? I, mean, I, I think it's, I think it's just artificial, but I mean, you know, so is the regular, so is the regular stock market. You know I mean? It's not true. Cryptocurrencies become like the way to be a thief, hasn't it? The way to be a thief, the way to move money around without, you know, centralized banks or, you know, governments knowing about it, the way to, you know, buy shit in China, like, you know, or buy shit in, you know, uh, on the black or in the deep web and black market, you know, Uh, like, you know, back when Silk Road was a thing, like you had to like have some sort of cryptocurrency. Right, right, right. True. Uh, I was reading that uh, they're going to start they actually want to start trading it. Like it's actually going to be a trade yeah. on the market, but they, they don't know how to classify it or something like that. Yeah. That's right? the other thing too, is it's, it's going to be, I, th- I believe it's going to be on NASDAQ next year. Um, it's going to be, yeah. I mean, they're trying to make it as mainstream as possible. Um, and some, you know, I mean, look, that's the thing. It's like people are banking on the fact that, you know, no pun intended that it's going to become the, you know, accepted by most places. Uh, but a lot of people are resisting, you know, like, uh, uh, steam just announced that they will no longer be accepting Bitcoin. Wow. Really? Yeah. They just don't like it or, um, no, it's not that they don't like it. It's just, it's like, uh, there's a lot of volatility and, and like it's high feet. That's the other problem with, with blockchain and in general, a cryptocurrency is like, you can't, it's not like a bank where you can just go take your money out, you know? Like if you want to sell your 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 Bitcoin, you know I, these people are taking a piece. Those people are taking a. You can't just deposit it into your bank account. Like you got to. I mean, I know people that have met like people like at like a Starbucks parking lot and sold their Bitcoin or bought Bitcoin. You know, it's just it's just a very unorthodox thing right now. It's it's just, but it's also that's why it's like high risk, high reward. You know what I mean? So they're basically saying, look, it's too volatile. We don't want to accept Bitcoin. And then all of a sudden it's not worth what we thought it was in two days before we can liquidate. And then even when we do liquidate the Bitcoin uh, for profit, it's, you know, we got to pay fees and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a cost involved even in like transactions, essentially. Like that's. 
yeah, I, I think it, you know, it costs to transfer, it costs to, to, to liquidate, it co- you know, there's always a fee. It's like, it's almost like changing money, you know, like when you go overseas or whatever, it's always, you know, someone's always taking a piece. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, that stinks. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, if they could get it where it's normalized and where like it's it's not as volatile and it's more predictable, then it would really take off. I mean, like if, if Amazon started taking Bitcoin or if like fucking Tesla or, you know, whatever – start you know some of these mainstream companies started taking bitcoin it would be i think it would go through the roof even more yeah once it's once it becomes uh, established sure so yeah so that's bitcoin kicking myself still not buying any no i wouldn't at this point it's it's way overheated yeah and then you know in in, in a year from now when it's like fifty thousand, <laughs> we're gonna be like god damn it should have bought it at 12 <laughs> um, do you do you see that happening though i don't know i'm, I'm skeptical here's the problem i i don't I don't understand this, and this is in no way any investment. Well, first of all, it's no way any investment advice. You do what you want. I'm not an investment advisor. I'm not telling anybody what to do. Um, but second to that, like, and, and again, this isn't. No one should take me as saying like that you shouldn't buy it because this is just my cockamamie way I look at things. Like, I don't understand it. You know, I can't hold it in my hand. I don't. I mean, I understand it in general. But I don't understand the market. Like I can look at the market, like the stock market, and understand why things happen the way they, they do. That doesn't mean I'm a good predictor at, at what's going to happen. But I can get my arms and my head around the fact that like you buy a stock at two, it goes to 10. And I, I understand the basic reasons why it did that. Whereas when it comes to blockchain and cryptocurrencies, I have no idea why the fuck it's $12,000 right now. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, it's – and I have no idea why – Couple months ago, it dumped it, it like dropped down to like a couple hundred bucks because like some glitch or something like that. Like it's just it's all just numbers in the air to me. Well, and and in truth, so I I have a hard time putting my money into something like that. Yeah, understandably. But then again, if I would have done that, you know, if I would have just taken the chance <laughs> three years ago, I'd be a you know, <laughs> hundred millionaire right now. You'd be um, doing all right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, on to more important news. Ryan Reynolds is going to star in the new Pokemon movie. That, that, that is not which serious, has a, is it? It is 100% true. I, and the, the, the tentative name is Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Please tell me he's like voicing Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Uh, let's see. Ryan Reynolds is going to catch them all. The Deadpool star signed on to star in the legendary live action Pokemon movie. He'll be joining Justice Smith. I don't know who that is. Who will be seen in the upcoming Jurassic Park, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Big Little Lies actress Catherine Newton uh, in the movie titled Detective Pikachu. (laughs) Did you say Jurassic Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is is the new new upcoming movie. Oh, man. That's going to be good. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off Pokemon. No, No worries. No worries. Story is kicked into gear when Smith's character's father is kidnapped, forcing the team to team up with Pikachu in order to find him. Newton will play a sassy journalist who helps them on their quest. This is live action. Yes. Uh, with a CG, with a CG, get you. I'm sure. Could be Re- a thing. Reynolds will portray the titular detective. So he's, I think, I guess he's going to be voicing Pikachu. I knew it. I but, knew he'd be voicing Pikachu. I mean, <laughs> Pikachu just says Pika. Pikachu just says Pika. But, uh, 
I wow, I'm I I told I would have bet money that was fake. <laughs> no, he's playing the detective, not Pikachu. But th- there's no doubt that he would lend. But I mean, how can Pikachu even help? Like with lightning, huh? <laughs> It says Pikachu is a species of Pokemon, while Detective Pikachu, the character, is a peculiar sort from the Pikachu set. A self-styled investigator who is good at finding things, Reynolds will portray the titular detective. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's great. Yeah, I I can't wait to see how they do that. Sign me up. Yeah, so end of the world. It's the end times. I'll kick it back to you. Hopefully we can finish this podcast before... uh, things go completely south yeah well uh <laughs> thanks probably <laughs> probably time to for us to see if we can do some good in the world i guess with uh a discussion of how to do you want to take a position on this i think we're going to can't stay neutral yeah we can't really stay neutral on tonight's main topic which is of course net neutrality and it's been in the news. I'm really astounded by the number of people I've encountered for whom this is like a new thing. Like they have not really been paying attention. And like when uh, the previous uh, administration took steps to sort of preserve it, it was kind of met with like, eh, eh. but now there's a pretty big uproar as the FCC moves to undo any provisions for net neutrality. And before we get into the discussion, I'm just curious, like, do you, you guys, of course you know this, but I'd like one of you, one or both of you guys to actually define what the concept of net neutrality is. I, I view it just like I used to view console wars. I want to play, you know, hmm. M- Mario. Well, what system do you have? Sega Genesis. You're fucked, guy. Sorry. So a, so a consolization of the internet. And in other words, if you're with AT- AT&T and they have a Time Warner relationship, you can't watch a, a universal movie. Right. I mean, people are worried about what, what streaming services they're going to be able to listen to music on. I mean, forget about like the dystopian future conspiracy theories that like, you know, you're not going to be allowed to read certain news sources. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my biggest problem with it is the fact that now you're going to have these rich media moguls who already we know have influenced the world for how many years through like the newspaper and the radio and TV or whatever. Now they're going to be on the web controlling what you can and can't see. And it's not even like you're going to know most of the time. It's not like, oh, I can't go to CNN. Like you're just going to go to CNN, but you're only going to be getting like, or you're just going to be going certain places and you're just not going to be getting things that you should be getting. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be completely, like you said, Brian, just dystopian. Like we control, yeah. Like whatever was the outer limits, we're in control of your TV. Like you know what I mean? Like they, they, I mean, they pretty much already are, which is sucks as it is. But it's just going to make it easier and easier for them to do it. Yeah, and I, I think that's why it's hard to understand why anybody would not be completely like pitchfork and torch in hand like outraged by this right i mean it's pretty easy for me to accept that some people are just stupid <laughs> I, you know i won't even call them stupid i will say ignorant some people are just ignorant yeah i think just people either are ignorant or they just don't care they it's 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 like everything else you know like people are so concerned with so many other things in their life and like putting food on the table and going to work every day and this and that and whatever and 
I mean, net neutrality to them is just like, it might as well be fucking, you know, uh, whatever, like some crazy math equation. They just don't understand. They don't understand it. They don't, it, they don't get it. They don't care. They just want to turn on their phone and they want to be able to text and Google, you know, use Google maps and go about their day. You know, they don't really understand the fact that something's being taken away from them. Yeah. And that's, I think, what the companies who are pushing for the ability to sort of give preferential treatment to content are betting on, the kind of indifference and apathy of the average American, right? So if I can um, just bring up a very sadly little known kind of parallel saga to this, uh, a predecessor, I should say, um, in the TV realm, I'll, ju- I'll just mention it really quickly, and, and this may give us an idea of how this might go, although this this seems to have a lot more attention. So you guys know you go to the um, store and you buy a television, and it comes with a remote control, and it has a tuner. And if you're a subscriber to cable television, when you get it home, do you just plug the cable right in and start watching TV? Haven't bought a TV in a while, but... You don't need uh, usually. Yeah, I mean, I I, I usually read the well. I usually read the. I mean, the quick start so guide. if you were to just plug your cable, your coax cable, straight into your TV, you would then be able to browse all your channels and use your DVR and all that stuff. I'm what I'm saying is you need a cable box typically, right? Oh, cable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so somebody at the FCC several years ago, and this goes back to when I bought my first HD TV. My so I got my 1080i HD TV. It had this feature called like TV guide on screen and it didn't use a cable box. It used something called a cable card, which just plugged into the back, right? This was an FCC mandated thing. In other words, a big government intrusion on the free market. But the uh, philosophy behind it was as a consumer, I should be able to buy a TV, plug in the cable and get my channels. I shouldn't be forced to use your hardware or rent your hardware Uh, Mr. Cable Company, you are a content provider. And so the FCC mandated that this thing be rolled out and the cable card was awesome. So for like years, I had a TV that I didn't need a a separate cable box for. I I could just watch everything right on my TV. And um, they were basically like going to move to a second generation where everything to include like all the on-demand stuff would all be authenticated through these cable cards. So now when you would buy a TV, you would never have to have another remote and another stupid cable box in your house. And you would never ever have to rent equipment from the cable company. Which is why it no longer exists. Right. You've probably never heard of a cable card. They did everything they could to crush it. I had to fight with the cable company and like have text come to my house like, oh, I hate supporting these things. To which my answer was, I don't care what you hate. Um, right. But they killed it. They totally killed it. And I would try. I would tell everybody, man, you should get a TV with cable card. I would tell everybody. I would tell everybody. But the average person, they're just so conditional. Like, oh, you need a cable box. They didn't think anything of it. And I think it's not too far of a leap to assume the same behavior from the average internet user. Well, I just click the E and the internet starts. What do I care? Right? I mean, they don't. They don't think twice about it. And I only knew about this cable card thing because I stumbled upon it accidentally. I happened to buy a TV that had the feature. Um, That's pretty easy for people to understand. Cable box, no cable box. But trying to actually explain to people that aren't in the know the difference between uh, how bandwidth could be metered and and certain things could be faster or slower. I think that's a a really tall order. I, I don't think people understand like, 
if CNN's slow, I'll just go to like MSNBC and, and watch their news, right? I mean, I, I know you did this like intentionally, so I'll just follow up on it. Anybody clicking an E has no idea the internet's versatile. <laughs> oh, yeah, but isn't that most people? I hate to say it, but it's- Yes, exactly, right. exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of- um, Kind of brutal. Like, I mean, they don't know enough to download a better program to make the internet faster. They have no idea what they're in for with, with content throttling on a provider. Right. And and they won't know until it's too late. Right. And I, I, have, I still don't think they'll even care. Like, okay. I'm just going to like put my cards on the table when it comes to like capitalism and the free market. Like I'm not like some kind of like crazy like socialist who opposes capitalism and competition and free market. But I think this, I, I think broadband is an example of where our free market fails. And I don't think it's a function of free market failure. I think it's if we don't truly have a free market there. We've allowed certain massive um, conglomerates to kind of monopolize the market. So they have no incentive to offer a better product for the dollar. and. You can witness that by looking at the fact that the U.S., like as among industrialized countries, lags behind in terms of what we pay for uh, our bandwidth, right? And if you think about that, like why why would that be the case? Like you know, where, where's technologically advanced to Singapore? Why does our internet suck compared to theirs? And you'll hear the excuses: well, we're bigger. Well, this, that, and the other thing. But the fact is because you have like one or two choices of internet providers if you want broadband, right? I mean, why the hell would they improve your speeds? Comfort is a, a terrible thing. And I, I guess, you know, you were saying like, oh, we'll be neutral or not. Like to take the other argument just for a moment, even the slow ass internet we have is literally magic to anyone over 50. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's a big cohort, right? right? That, that's that's huge. And I mean, I honestly, I, I don't hang around with that many like legitimately young people, but I don't know if children appreciate what different speeds could do. You know, like there are children these days, not even children. There's probably 20 year olds that never used a 96, uh, 9600 baud modem. You know, they've had whatever quote unquote high speed internet, you know, one speed for most of their, their lives. And like, Oh, it, it's, you know, it's fine. It's the way it's always been. It could be faster. Well, please candy crush. <laughs> right. I, I I think it's like, yeah. And, and that gets like the herd's comfortable enough, right? It, like it's enough. Like my cable box is fine. It works. I don't care. My internet, like, you know, I click the E and I see my, you know, I see what I want. Um, I can play Candy Crush on my mobile. Like what, you know, what, what else do I really need? It's like this, it, it's like we're trained not to be advocates for ourselves when it comes to like getting the best value for our dollar somehow. I mean, on the one hand, I, I, I agree. It's pretty magical, but mm, I don't know. I, I mean, are we really admitting that, you know, we're the country of good enough now or? Well, I think if net neutrality gets like completely rolled back, we are 100% admitting that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Cam? I would say of the three of us, you tend to be the most uh, pro 
capitalist, which isn't to say I don't think you could take a nuanced view here on on this on what I view as a failure of our of our so called free market system. No, I, I'm 100 percent against it. I'm, I don't think this is pro capitalism at all. I think this is pro uh, control, pro government control, pro uh, uh, corporate control. Uh, I, I don't like that. I, I, I always get nervous when the government and the corporations are aligned and they don't really even care <laughs> yeah, to yeah. like fake it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and in this regard, they, that's, that's what I see. And it's, it's super scary to me because I mean, everybody who has half a brain already knows that like everything we do on the internet is recorded and sorted and, and collated and, and it's somewhere, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's shocking to me. I don't even think I did a search the other day, but I was like, I, I, I was talking to somebody about something and then literally like 10 minutes later, I was on Facebook and there was an ad for that fucking thing that I was talking about. Yeah. There was a cell phone somewhere in a city block. That's exactly why. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, wait a minute. It's one thing if I'm like searching for something and they get that from my cookies or something and they throw ads at me for that. All right. I can sort it. I'm okay with that. But the fact that like I was just talking to somebody about this and this just came up, that can't be a fucking coincidence, you know? Like, well, I mean, it can, but like, I don't think it was. Once is a coincidence. That happens all the fucking time. Yeah. And that's, that's fucking, you know, so everybody already knows that this shit is happening and now they just want to make it that much easier and that much fucking like just legal basically for fucking companies and, and, and the government to just control what we see, what we do, how we can gain access to things like any bar or any bar on access to information to me is a big problem because even though I am very pro-capitalist, I'm even more pro-constitution, pro-free speech, pro-freedom of information, pro, you know, freedom for, I mean, I'm very pro-privacy as well, but I mean, I think you lost that one. We, yeah, we've given that up already (laughs) for the most part. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, this is super scary to me. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I don't think it's too late to at least, by the way, come up with a value proposition for the privacy. Because if you're taking my data in exchange for giving me something cool, if you're taking my data as a condition of like existing in the world, you know, I I don't agree, for example, that some somewhere buried in some agreement with my cell phone provider uh, is me signing away my right not to have them like listen for keywords. Right. right? Um, not saying they're doing that, but that's that's kind of screwed up. I mean, they would, if they're, if they're giving me an incentive and I opt into that, that's one thing. As long as um, I know and I understand, or at least can go and read somewhere and understand that that's what I'm doing. All right. Then I fucking agreed to that. You know what I mean? But right. Just to give them free reign over shit. No way. And you know, something else, like if, if we wanted to come to some sort of an agreement with these broadband companies where they were like, listen, we're, we're AT&T and we're, I think they're, AT&T, Time Warner, or maybe that's, no, Time Warner is a cable company, whatever. We're AT&T and we're in bed with, you know, 20th Century Fox for whatever reason. How about a discounted internet package, right? It's a, We offer it. It's half what you'd pay for this kind of bandwidth, but we're going to favor our content. So just so you know, you know, stuff, stuff that we offer is going to come down at these blazing speeds and other stuff, 
not so much, might even be subject to throttling. If they're making it apparent right away and offering it as a product, that I would be okay with. To me, that wouldn't violate a concept of neutrality because I'm being given the option to opt into that. Right. Uh, but it, it sounds like they're just going to go ahead and do that once they take control. Like they're, they're going to favor their content or they might offer you the quote unquote freedom to buy your way <laughs> out of it. Well, well here, here's what bothers me and what scares me, I think, the most is that like, so I get my news from like various news sources, right? Like I go on Fox News, I go on CNN, I go on BBC. Like I, I like to read the same story or at least quote unquote the same topic uh, it, on different sites because, you know, it's so clear just reading like, you know, who's favoring who, you know, like you, you go on CNN, they're bashing Trump. You go on Fox, they're, they're, they're loving Trump. You go on the BBC, it's more neutral, you know? So it's sort of like you get the left, you get the right, you get the middle and you can sort of piece together your own opinion based on the different sources. What scares me is that like, if say my, my cell phone provider or my internet provider say also owns or has some sort of agreement with CNN, then all of the content that I look at at CNN is going to be super fast speed. I'll be able to look at it whenever I want, whatever, but then they hate Fox. So whenever then I go on Fox to get the alternative view, then I can't fucking load their videos. Like, you know, I, I, they're, they're, it's super slow. It's super choppy. Like that, like that pisses me off. And that, that scares me because then it's like, you're, you're, you're basically discouraging people from getting any type of alternative view or, or, or any type of basically what you don't want them to see essentially. I, I think there's a very real possibility. They simply will not carry it in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is a way more sinister thing than like choppy bandwidth. I mean, this is, this is, de- this is like a almost like China levels of control, except instead of being, instead of a single central government, you've got, you know, a few uh, powerful corporate interests who've amassed too much influence. Um, who, who, who very well, I mean, and this gets back to your point, Cam, are probably in cahoots yeah. with certain politicians or certain branches of government or elements within the government. You know, that makes it worse. Like th- there's nothing worse than a collaboration between like <laughs> uh, monopolists and the government, because then you, you can't turn to, you can't pit the one against the other because they're both against you at that point. Right. Right. And then that almost like monopoly is a great word that you just used. I was just about to bring up the fact that and that brings up all sorts of antitrust concerns because then it's like, well, I can't have my cell phone plan through AT&T. This is just all hypothetical, but like, you know, yep. because they favor the left or, you know, and all their websites <laughs> and, everything, yeah. and everything I can go see on there is all fucking democratic shit. Or, you know, if, if I'm, you know, on the left and that's great for me, then I, but I can't go and get, uh, you know, whatever sprint or whatever, some other, whatever other, you know, carrier because they favor the right, you know? And so then you're just dividing people even more. You're allowing people, you're allowing them to charge you more because they know you're not going to go to fucking sprint if you're a Republican or you're not going to go, well, you know, you know what I mean? Like however it shakes out. Um, it just, it's, it's, it's Cam, you've just given them ideas. I mean, that's brilliant in, in, in today's society where everybody's in a tribe and everybody ties their identity up so much with, with their group membership. Can you imagine like having like Barack Obama? Yeah, I'm Barack Obama and I'm a sprint user because I'm a liberal. Like right. <laughs> be a, right. you'd have like half the country that would switch to sprint. And then like the other half would never use sprint. Right. Like, exactly. I mean, that, that's the level, like, I feel like we're politically primed for those kind of alliances. hundred <laughs> like, percent. 100%. It's just more, and then it's just more division, more 
fucking animosity, more people getting pissed at each other. Like just it sucks. I never considered this as a, an avenue for more political division, but now like, I just thought it was going to be, you know, we're going to slow down Orville so that our new Star Trek show can do better. Yeah. Or we're going to slow down the nerd extravaganza. So, uh, you know, some, some lame startup like the nerdist can do better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what we really need, what we really, really need is like a consumer advocate or, or some sort of like, policing agency for this to, to, to take control because it's almost like, and, and I sort of think about um, you guys remember Ralph Nader, the guy that like took on the car industry with the Corvair. Uh, I think he wrote the book unsafe at any speed. Um, yes. Because the Corvair was just like exploding all over the place. And like, there was really no one. I mean, back then in the sixties or fifties, wherever it was like people didn't, people didn't have the wherewithal to be like, oh, these cars suck. They just knew that like you went to your car dealer and your car dealer was like, yeah, it's a great vehicle, buy it, you know? And and I sort of think that that's what's happening here with like the net. People, people just average Joe, and this is no knock on the average Joe, it's just that they just don't understand certain issues and they don't get the like what's happening. So it, we need some sort of consumer advocate, some sort of police watchdog agency or nonprofit or whatever it is that's going to be able to keep these people honest and be sort of the Ralph Nader of the internet and make sure that we are not giving away any more than we already have. Yeah. Or who will at least allow an actual free market that would punish shitty behavior. You know, we would punish shitty value uh, for the dollar. You make a good point with cars, Cam, to bring that up. Uh, before the remember before our our hardworking you know auto industry was utterly gutted by these evil auto imports from overseas, they were making a top tier product that you couldn't complain about at all, right? I mean, we had reached the very pinnacle of quality in, in automobiles when yeah. the Japanese entered the market, correct? Yeah, right. <laughs> right, exactly. In a way, allowing the competition, allowing the import of cars, gave consumers a better choice, and now the American companies have stepped up their game in response. Um, so the free market. It, it can be painful, but it can produce good value if you let it. If you now, if if GM and Ford had run the government, they could have just been like, "Nope, no imports," and we'd still be driving, you know, gas guzzling, unreliable cars, right? Right. So, just a thought. Again, like like we sort of talked about last episode, creative destruction. You know, I mean, we need we. I'm always for competition. I'm always for being so. You know people low barrier to entry. Yeah. And, and I feel like this is just going to just wipe that out, wipe out competition, wipe out, it, make the barrier to entry so high that it's nearly impossible. And you're just going to have, you know, just a couple choices and you're stuck with them. And those choices are only going to give you a set selection of things that they want you to have and charge you whatever they want. And so yep. it's not only a freedom issue, not only a privacy issue, not only an information issue, uh, it's a price issue as well. And so they're going to be not only, I mean, it's like the best deal for them ever. Like they get to control what you see, how you see it, when you see it, where you see it. And by the way, we get to charge you whatever we want for that privilege. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, we're yep. fucked. Like this is. Majorly. I do not understand well, I mean, old people, that, that that that's the answer. Like, how is the internet not a utility? Right, right, right. 
exactly. I, I, I kids cannot do their school assignments without internet. Like newspapers are no longer a viable source of, of, of the world around you, information about the world around you any longer. Like if you're going to become educated about current events, the internet is the way to do it. Like, how is that like just some extravagant privilege any longer? Sure. Some people are going to play video games. Sure. Some people are going to download porn. It, it, it is coincidence that such a vital tool can be used for that. It is not the point of that vital tool. Agreed. And honestly, likening internet companies to like utility providers, I mean, how do you guys like the idea? I, I mean, and it was done for practical reasons, but how do you like having an, uh, an electric provider monopoly? Most people will say, well, you know, they only charge me so much <laughs> um, and, and they're content with it. But how can you be content when you have no idea what an alternative might deliver, like solar power, right? They're just going to like- No, it sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. They've, 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 they've made it so tough to get solar. It's in Florida, the fucking main state. I mean, we could power this state a million times over with solar. And they've just fucked it all up and made it so hard for to get solar. And oh, by the way, even when you get solar, you still can't have it when the power's off. So you can't run your you can't run your house on solar even when the if the power goes out, unless you get like you know spend ten grand and get a Tesla Powerwall. <laughs> like it, it's just it's not a fair question to ask a Floridian. They never harden the the infrastructure from from hurricanes. there 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 are those old wooden poles that are like warping from from use like yeah i mean if you want me to pay more can we not have shit that's bending in the heat so 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 i'll answer on behalf of the of the of this uh electric company uh whose model the broadband providers would like to follow I mean, you could have that, but why would we do that if it would reduce our profits? We, we want a certain return and we are entitled to that actually. And if anything should happen like a hurricane or, you know, some activism on the part of ratepayers, we'll just go to the state and have them like pass laws more in our favor to ensure our like God given right to like a certain profit margin. Um, so uh, no, Brian, you can't have that unless you want to pay for it. And then we'll decide if it, if it's in our interest to to bother fixing those those crappy poles. Yeah, but that but that that's what horse that's what's horseshit. That's why the government should be like, listen, we've given you this monopoly, and we are in exchange for that monopoly, we are <laughs> yes. requiring this. There is no reason that that in this state there should be any power lines that are not underground anymore. I agree. <laughs> I so agree. There is no reason. They have had ample time, not not just ample time, but ample fucking reason to do it. I mean, yes. how many times have we had hurricanes come through and fuck up all the power lines? Uh, you know, and, Constantly. And like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they raise their rates like 30% every year. Well, we have to recover from the hurricane. I mean, you didn't do it the first 10, ten times. <laughs> yeah. And... And, and the thing that kills me is I don't know how a, basically like a state sanctioned monopoly is allowed to uh, have any sort of lobbying power. Like, oh, hey, we, you know, we have our lobby in the, in, in, you know, in this capital to, to discuss our interests. No, you're like a special case. You don't get a voice. Like we yeah. tell you right. <laughs> what to do. Yeah. 
and I guess you can make the argument, well, the cable companies at least will make the argument and, and the fiber companies. Well, we paid, we use our private dollars to build out this ba- this uh, infrastructure for this bandwidth, uh, you're for the, for the broadband infrastructure. So therefore we should have, we have a right to profit. And I would agree ex- with that to a point, except they are also allowed to exist as near monopolies. Like there's maybe one other player in town and they just kind of wink and nod like, yeah, the competition. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's almost, it's a very similar scenario, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm even for like, you know, like, again, like that's why I think that there should be a, a competition. But if we've decided that this is what we're going to do and it's going to be a, a monopoly, well, then we need to fucking treat it like a monopoly and we need to regulate it. Like you said, like, okay, yeah, you know what? You are entitled to a certain amount of profit, but then X amount, but every fucking cent after X amount of profit needs to go to infrastructure fix fixes or, yes. you know, whatever, making, making the product better for the consumer because we're guaranteeing you this profit. So anything over that profit, you then have to put back into the benefit to the community or, or whatever. Um, you know, th- that, but they, you know, they don't want that, of course. Of course they don't. They want to keep every single dime. Right. And, and it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't want all the advantages of a free market while completely like eradicating it for your own benefit. Right. And, and, that's, and that's a failing on our politician. Uh, I believe that's a failing on our, on our politicians part because they're not I policing them. Absolutely. 100% agree. And it, I don't view it, you know, you'll hear some like, I think really misguided uh, self-professed sort of economic conservative saying that this is government meddling in the free market. But <laughs> in this, in this case, it's a gov- the government needs to intervene if we want a free market. Or the government needs to, as you said, Cam, admit that we don't have a free market and therefore the government has to be the watchdog on behalf of the consumer. Like it's one of the two. Yep. Yeah. So, well, I think, I feel like we, I think we're all up on soapboxes. This has been good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I like to talk shit, but I haven't voted and I can't tell you how many years. So, <laughs> uh, Cam, you got to vote, man. Gotta I know. Vote. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. All right. So, <laughs> let's, um, I was going to say, let's conclude the episode by trying to convince Cam to vote, but let's do something probably more difficult, <laughs> which is come up with a way. So we're, we're kind of blaming the large older generation or let, let, let's just say that let's blame uh, the large body of people for whom the internet consists of clicking on an E on their desktop and, and going to the internet. I click internet and then I get to the internet. Um, how do you, convince somebody who's not a very internet savvy person that they need to like hold accountable politicians who endanger net neutrality. Like how do you put it to just think of any loved one or friend who has no clue about this? How would you even approach them and explain why this is important? I I think like Fox just needs to buy Matlock and and just tell people like, you know, unless you have my internet, you won't be able to watch Matlock. (laughs) So they have to do the, they have to behave poorly for people to get it. I mean, I, I I do think that's probably the easiest way. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. If you liken it to airwaves or, or cable, it kind of makes a little more sense maybe, right? Or it I, might make more sense. I, I kind of, I, I don't think, I don't think you're going to reach this audience because my grandma 
Like she thought I was a wizard. Like I'm not joking. Like, oh, I can just go on the internet and and download this. Like I would play a song for her. She's going, oh my God, I used to hear this song when I was young, blah, blah, blah. And I'd Google the lyrics and play it. And she would like crap herself. Oh my God. How did you do that? How did you you have that that song? I I don't have that song. It's on the internet. The what? It's in the computer. (laughs) And I mean, I, I don't fault her for that. Like, it nothing even remotely similar existed when 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 she was young when she was my age i mean look at an 8 track and that was like 35 years ago look at a record like people used to carry records around and like oh i can play this one song in absolutely horrible quality <laughs> Well, couldn't you make the case then that like this would be like uh, the A-track industry, like squashing cassette tapes when they came out, like just basically making it impossible to release a cassette tape. Like they people get the concept of monopoly and being able to like squeeze out competition, right? Like if you just explain it in terms of that, maybe they'll get it. I think my grandma would have been more than happy with A-tracks until the end of her days. <laughs> okay. Which I think is the problem. Like it's already fucking magic to them. What more do you want, Tom? <laughs> that's you want magic to be easy now you want magic to be cheap oh god i hate to say it but i think i think there is a massive yeah a portion of the population that comcast could make that very sorry i don't mean to vilify comcast in case they want to sponsor us comcast at&t verizon or some other broadband provider could easily make the case that what they're providing is magic and they should be happy with it and a lot of people would buy that right yeah, I really do think because honestly, like they're right. I mean, it is it's pretty impressive, man. Yeah. I, I think, think I think people are just clued into how much more impressive it could theoretically be and kind of want that. But a lot of a lot of people who are just blown away by it, yeah, it's gonna be real hard to convince them that it should be even better. Oh, I I'm sorry that song took three seconds to appear out of thin air. It could have been half a second. I suppose you could make the case that it could be, it could end up getting worse. Like, uh, it, basically, it, we're, 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 we're ensuring that developments that could occur tomorrow don't occur by, by not taking advantage. And that, that's hard to yeah. explain too, right? New, new entrants into the market, making bandwidth intensive applications are going to have to negotiate this new, like, toll road infrastructure we have on the internet. I, I always felt guilty about Twitch because when people first showed me Twitch, I was like, what the fuck is this? No one's going to want that. That's stupid. And it, it was the first time I ever felt like, fuck, I'm old, <laughs> aren't I? And it turned out to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying it, it's it's to the more with it segment of the population to really hold the politicians feet to the fire here. I think probably every generation at least now i mean we're we're in a rocketing forward period like every generation is going to have to take over much sooner than than in the past i mean people are living what there's like perfectly together 80 year old congressmen that that's unheard of man that they should know what the hell's going on with their, with that neutrality, shouldn't they? They, they, <laughs> they have, have to, to be. They have to bow out. They have to say like, I don't know what the fucking internet is. 
<laughs> That's a fair point. And 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 let like younger. I mean, I mean. Um, Cam, what do you what do you think of this? I mean, is this basically is it basically down to like we have to just elbow the kind of older and uninformed out of the way here? I mean, if they can't get with it, then yeah. I mean, <laughs> everything is like so like changing at such a fast pace. I mean, it's hard for us, you know super geeks to to freaking keep up with it you know what i mean you're expecting some like 80 year old dude 90 year old lady that doesn't that you know that still takes notes with paper and you know you know what i mean like you expect them use still uses like a day planner <laughs> like to, to keep up <laughs> with that shit no way uh maybe i may be expecting i may be expecting her at least to be self-aware enough to realize that this isn't her fight. And if we're telling her it's a problem, you know, maybe take our word for it over the cable, the local cable monopolies. Oh, but they, no, they don't care. That's the other problem too, is that they're just like, whatever, we're just gonna, yeah. Oh, these people are telling me that this is the right thing to do and they're paying my reelection campaign. So <laughs> even if you want to give them a little bit of it, and that it out, these are experts and they are telling me this, you're a citizen. Like, I'm not really sure I should weigh those evenly, you know? Yeah. Not that I necessarily want to give them benefit of the doubt, but hmm. I don't know. If yeah, you, you know mean, nothing about something, who do you trust? The the expert is the usual answer, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys are making this sound like kind of an intractable problem. <laughs> I hope you're wrong. Final point of discussion. Final question. What are the odds that we maintain some species of net neutrality going forward? Uh, you go first, Brian. Zero. Absolutely no chance. I I actually like phone banked a little bit on this topic. You call them and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll vote for it. Sure, thanks for your time. See ya." They they are not listening oh, wow. whatsoever. Unless I, I I don't know. Unless a miracle occurs, they they have no interest in listening to the population on this. Wow. Yeah, I agree. So you're you're just you're at a zero percent too, Cam. Yeah, we're fucked. I I agree. I mean, I think this is happening. Do you guys think it will ever be possible to walk it back? In other words, would a future administration, a diametrically opposed administration and a sympathetic Congress be able to reverse this in the future? Or will it be too late by then? I mean, probably, you know, 2020 or whatever, if if, if things change drastically. But Jesus Christ, then what happens in 2024? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, not only that, in 2020, when it's revealed that, no, that no, nobody gave a crap, and these, the people who have interest in no net neutrality are showing up with the campaign donation checks for both parties. Who's going to be ballsy enough to rock the boat? I mean, the pro the problem is, is that this is not a partisan issue, but it, 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 it behooves both parties to work together to get this to, to, so they both can fuck everybody over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is one of those things where neither side is going to take a stand against it because there's just too much for both of them to gain. To get. I mean, I think it's easy to blame Republicans yeah. because they're in power right now, but I bet we would be going through this if if Hillary had won. Yeah, and and where is where is the Democratic outcry? I, yeah. I don't see it. I, no one's saying anything about it. We've got like ten good senators total. Yeah, nobody's saying no. No one's saying, "Oh, this is terrible." Oh, we got to You know, we can't let these whatever. They're all and, fucking and, piling on Al Franken, which right uh, for, which, which they should. He fucking he's a fucking asshole, but like you know he's a scumbag for doing that to women. But I mean that they should be also you know 
watchdogging this, but they're not. They should, but and and you're right. And whether they, if they, if the opposing party should gain power, um, whether or not they will do anything to fix this, if it gets, you know, the, the rollback of net neutrality of net neutrality should it go through, depends on if there's going to be any kind of price to pay if they don't. And uh, to give you my answer as to whether or not that's going to get fixed someday, do you guys remember? Um, during the Bush administration, how like we were in a fascist nation and the Patriot Act was fascist legislation and we would soon all be rounded up in the streets. And it was the absolute worst thing. And it was this big uh, taking away of our freedoms and, and we had better stop it. We'd better vote the Republicans out. Do you guys remember that? Yep. Ancient history, right? <laughs> totally ancient history. And, you know, people had a point. The Patriot Act like definitely impinged on our liberties to a great extent. And not temporarily. Do you guys remember how when um, Obama came in power, how he like walked, he totally reversed it and like freed us from the Patriot Act? He, you know, he railed against it on the campaign trail. Do you guys remember how no. he had it repealed? No. Do you, guys, do you remember that? Sure don't. Got, got Congress to repeal. You, you don't? I don't either. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because he got well, tur- he got into power and was like, "Wow, I got a lot of power to do whatever the fuck I want." Oh, I ain't right, and there has been zero blowback on a frigging erosion of like fundamental freedoms. Yeah. So, yeah, why would I? And then now take something a lot less serious, people clicking on E and going on the internet. Pff, nobody cares. So yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, no one is gonna put the the top back on the cookie jar if everyone's hands fit in the cookie jar. Exactly. Oh, you know perfect. <laughs> perfectly said and i gotta be honest it, i mean it's gonna be real hard to protest this can you can you imagine like not using the internet okay like you know oh well if you do this i'm not gonna pay for it yeah you are yeah you you're gonna you're gonna pay your your life depends on it oh yeah well i'm gonna organize an online protest oh no you're not yeah and what? even if you do no one's ever gonna know about it because we're gonna throttle it right right yeah right this is bad, man. Once, once, once this, what is the, once the something's out of the barn, you can't close the door, whatever, yeah, however exactly. it goes, we're screwed. And, and just, and just to get back to Elf Rankin for a second, I mean, I remember that guy. It's, you know, it's always, and, and look, I don't have a, a love of any side of the aisle, like Republican or Democrat. I just love like to see people get their comeuppance. And I just remember when this guy was running around telling, like, I think, didn't you write a book called like Rush Limbaugh is a big fat idiot? Something like that, yeah. I mean, which I, I don't necessarily disagree with, but I, I just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like this guy's going out and he's talking shit about everybody else and he's saying how how you know how great he is and how terrible everyone else is. Well, all the while, this guy's just, you know, just being a freaking creep to women and, and you know, like it just goes to show you, man. There's people that talk the most, you know, that, that, that just are, bark the loudest are the ones with the most to hide. I'll admit to something here. But you know, stay with me till the end. I promise. M- my gut reaction on this is to fucking defend him, and that has proven to me how bad things really are. Because my first reaction was, "Oh well, he kissed somebody. At least he's not jerking off on him." And then I'm like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> huh?" Yeah, that's where we've gotten to. And by the. It, it, it is terrifying that, like, I, I don't know, like, well, at least he's not taking out his dick without asking anybody and just jerking off in a mixed company. <laughs> like, oh, people do that nowadays. He's not as bad as it could be. So, 
couple couple his uh you know embarrassment with the fact that he probably i mean he has not announced he's going to step down or anything has he no tomorrow tomorrow there is a he's having a press conference tomorrow which is will be big statement tomorrow people think he's going to step down yeah but i mean I, i think the best thing he could do if he's really honest if he really does have the people's best interest in mind would be to step down because otherwise he's another perfect target Al Franken, let's just say he stays in power and he decides to go for re-election and the cable lobby comes walking up. You know, Al, your image isn't what it used to be. Um, the broadband lobby, I meant, not cable. Uh, but, you know, your image isn't what it used to be. You sure could use the money. And, and you know, we could probably, <laughs> if, if we had a little more control of the internet, you know, spin things your way. I mean... It's t- wouldn't it be tempting if all you cared about was like your your continued political Look, career? You know, the, the- court of law. He's absolutely innocent until proven guilty. As far as lawmakers go, they have to be pristine. They have to be paladins. And even yeah. if it's unfairly tarnished, it's tarnished. Yeah, because it leaves you open to influence. I guess, which is what I was saying. You, you, I, I, it, it sucks. I'm sure you're a great guy now. I'm sure you've repented. I'm sure you've asked for forgiveness, whatever you want to call it. But, dude, you're no good here anymore. Sorry. I mean, yeah. It, it, and again, it it goes back to I think I, I think I think I said this last week. It's one thing if it's one per, like we were talking about Takay, you know, George Takay. This one dude came yep. out of nowhere. It was like 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And Takei is like, I don't even know that guy or whatever. You know what I mean? The guy's the guy's lying or the guy's crazy. Like, and it's one person. I mean, even if Takei did it, at least it's like, oh fuck, I don't know how that happened. I, I went crazy. Not like this pattern of this is who you really are. Right. And look at but look at Franken. How many women already have come out? It's like, up to like five now, isn't six, it? I, at least six. I, I I heard I heard six last. Yeah. Time. So I mean, it's really you know once once is a fluke, twice is a trend, three times is a fucking pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Although my only reservations about all this stuff is these are allegations and I'm not saying, I mean, my gut tells me he really did do these things and that's why these allegations exist. But I mean, you get a handful of people accusing somebody of something now and that's taken as truth. I'm not sure. Again, I'm sure in court, this would be held to a higher standard, but the real world consequences are felt basically based on the reaction of the public, right? So, I mean, there's nothing saying he can't run run for Senate once his name's cleared, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, but, and, yeah. but his things are way more disturbing than a lot. Like, we talked about the whole, like, showing my dick thing or whatever. And yeah, that's, that's terrible. Well, I don't know. Like, we, I mean, we should ask a woman, like, what they think is worse. Because, like, the showing the dick thing, I guess, is just, like, a passive thing where, like, it's not passive, but, like, it's, okay, you saw my dick. My you dick's I mean? out. What's that got to do with yeah. you? Yeah, and and like women have seen dicks before, so yeah, obviously that's traumatic. But like the shit that he's accused of is like forcibly groping and like forcibly trying to kiss women, is what. Yeah, that's like that's like an act of like fucking sexual like predator shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like trying to force a woman to like kiss you or you know. No, that's totally messed up. But Cam, can you say for sure it happened? Of course not. Of course not. This is all allegations. But like, if there's six people making the same fucking allegations, I'm probably going to believe them over. 
I, I, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. But six people making allegations against a famous person doesn't seem as like improbable as six people making an allegation against me, somebody who nobody's ever heard of. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think you can look at like, do they know each other? Do they run in similar circles? Like there was that one, one of Roy Moore's accusers was just completely fake, right? And the news was like, come on, really? You ever even seen the guy? Could you pick him out of a crowd? And they're no, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I mean, I get that. I, I get that. And, and again, it, it, I mean, but and, and you're right, Tom, like, so how many is like enough to say, all right, that's enough smoke. There must be a fire, you know? I mean, you don't think Al Franken has six enemies in the world, like who might be female? I'm, I'm not saying, sure. you know, I, 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 mean, I, I feel like I have to qualify this. I'm not not believing the women, but I mean, like you can say a thing is true. And I, <laughs> you know, I, without proof, how do I? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think, but I think it's it's like it, you. I think it's like a lot of like certain other things like that are in the uh, in, in in the like judicial system, or you know, you have to, in this these types of situations, you have to believe whether it's a woman or a man. It doesn't. I'm not talking even about gender. Like if someone is accusing the person of some sort of sexual misconduct, you have to believe them. Um, unless it's proven otherwise, or unless like, you know, if, if, like you said, if it comes to a court of law, then obviously you need more than just, he said, she said, you need some sort of corroborating evidence. But in a situation where this person, like Brian said, needs to be pristine, this is a person that is making our laws that is basically writing our code of conduct. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you need to have someone that, is not having any types of these allegations against them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see the point. I want the politicians to be completely pristine and, 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 you know, above reproach and above any sort of accus accusations, but I'm just uncomfortable with accusations having impact like without, without being investigated farther. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm not, I don't have one feel. I don't have a feeling one way or another about Al Franken. I don't really, you know, he's, he's there. <laughs> um, but, and, and I'm not trying to say he didn't, I mean, I think there's even photographic evidence of him like groping somebody, which again, puts a little more smoke in, in his general direction, which could be, there could be fire there. But in a high stakes game, like politics, you mean, you mean to tell me if I really tried, I couldn't truck out, 10 or 12 people to take down a certain, especially if I was deep pocketed and influential. Oh, of course. I couldn't truck out of people of to accuse a certain Senator. Yeah, of course. But I think that like, these, I don't think that these are like just women off the street. I mean, these are like, well, they're almost all people he toured with, street. right? Yeah. It's people like yeah, that work with yeah. him on his radio show and people that are journalists. So already immediately much more believable. Right. Yeah. Cause they had history together. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Not like you're just bringing out some fucking, you know, person that's off the street that was, you know, working out of circle K, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, listen to the names of his, his books. Oh, the things I know, the truth, the Rush Limbaugh is a big fat idiot lies and the lying liars who tell them. <laughs> yeah. So all his shit is about the truth. This cat, you know, campaigning for the truth and crusading for the truth. And then it's like projecting. <laughs> yeah, and then his 2017 book, which is like the biggest fucking like ego fuck I've ever seen. 
Al Franken, giant of the Senate. And it's him sitting oh, like <laughs> sitting like with his hand on like a globe, like he's like controlling the world. Oh, brother. <laughs> I hope that's sarcastic. I, I know times are different. Like I, I know once upon a time we had like, you know, famous poets and, and philosophers to look forward to. But we really shouldn't let like fucking comedians in politics. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of a checkered past. Damn, I feel like we could we're moving away from net neutrality and into sort of the sort of we're just commiserating how fucked we are now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that the people I guess it, to tie this together, it doesn't help that the people standing in the way of this like uh latest fucking over of the American people are themselves like highly compromised because they can't keep their damn hands to themselves or treat people with respect, you know? It sucks. So, okay. I'm going to bring these two points together and ask you guys a question. Um Al Franken is the deciding vote. Uh, Congress decides to take up the issue of net neutrality. And Al Franken, you know, he's like, I have a, I have a weighty decision to make. Let's just pretend this confluence events of events occurs such that this is the scenario. I have a weighty decision to make, you know, resign in the face of all these allegations, which are, you know, now number 20, let's say, and, and counting, or stay on and, you know, cast the critical vote to preserve net neutrality. Do you, but, but with the understanding that I would then, you know, keep serve out my full term and not be subject to any discipline or anything. So you, you, you have to make the call. Al Franken's sitting there and he's asking you, you know, what do I do here? Do I, do I stay on and fight this net neutrality war or do I, you know, admit, admit that I've dishonored my, my position here and, and victimize a bunch of people and walk away. I I hate to sound like a superhero, but it's not, it's not winning. It's how you win. Yeah, you got to get somebody in there that'll do it. You know, you can't you can't let him just stay on because he's going to do something. Okay, okay, okay. So this is good. You guys are. I think you guys are very. <laughs> I'm just going to test your your ethics a little more, but you guys seem pretty consistent so far. Uh, waiting in the wings is uh, Tim V Ryzen <laughs> of the V Ryzen Telecom um, you know, family, and he just cannot wait to you know do away with this burdensome government uh, oppression of the broadband industry. So you definitely net neutrality is definitely like 100% done. If Franken steps down, you're still in favor of him stepping down. Yeah. I mean, in the face of allegations, mind you, like just allegations. Wow. You too, Brian. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it, it's not an easy decision, but I, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. And once you start, well, I mean, it's not a slope. We're at the fucking bottom right now. I mean, we, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would rather have Boy Scouts in control than, than people who agree with me, you know? Yeah. I mean, even though the, even though the outcome would be a, a far reaching, would have long reaching ramifications. I, I, oddly, I agree with you. Like it, it kind of bothers me more that somebody of, such questionable character is representing the country. Um, although somebody who would vote against net neutrality has got awful character too, in my opinion. Um, maybe I'm coming around to a position to throw the bums out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, an interesting last thought. So we'd still be, in, so justice for the victims of these, uh, handsy politicians for us trumps that neutrality is what we're basically saying at the end of the day right not even justice for the for the 
victims because honestly, I, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to get anything out of this. I don't think they care one way or another anymore. You know, mm. there, there's nothing you can do to make it right for them. Like they were assaulted. You know, you can't unassault them. Right. Well, they're coming but, forward though. Well, I mean, they're coming forward because this guy shouldn't be where he is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're getting paid for it. I don't think they're getting, you know, victory laps. You just got to win the right way. It's more, it's more about us than it is them. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like, you, 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 I mean, you can't do that to women, man. You can't say like that net neutrality is more important than the treatment of women because then you're, well, that's, be- <laughs> but then you're basically saying that like, we're, we're marginalizing 50% of our population to for the sake of net for the, yeah. yeah, for the sake of, you know, whatever. And it's okay if women make that decision, but I, I wouldn't be comfortable making that decision for women. You know, if there was a way to like pull all women and ask them, Hey, is this okay? Then yeah. But like, that's not my decision to make. That would be interesting. It's, it's down to net neutrality or Al Franken and, and, and let them decide. Women have to decide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. There it is. That's our next episode. We're going to have all women on the show. <laughs> I mean, all the women and, and they all have to give their views on, Al Franken or net neutrality. That's the choice. Which one goes? <laughs> Sophie's choice. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was my final tying together of these two things. Politics are uh, usually pretty fraught, but I feel like, I feel like we have positions most people could get behind this time around. We're not being partisan or anything necessarily. Yeah. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Unless you guys have anything else you want to discuss. Nope. All right, let's bring it to an end. I will begin bringing it to an end by reminding our listeners that regardless of who their broadband provider is, we have lucrative contracts with all such that you can always count on a high quality download or stream when you check out the Nerd Stravaganza podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle and join the Nerd Stravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Surf on over to nerdstravaganza.com and check out our website and all of our awesome content. Vote your way on over to YouTube and check out all of our video content by typing nerdstravaganza into the handy name search bar. And send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know what you think about net neutrality. But please, no dick pics. (laughs) All right. And with our show conclusion... 90% 90% done. Brian, take us the final 10% of the way. Take us out of here. I am really not defending anybody for just, just jerking off or for just forcing anyone to kiss. But Jesus. <laughs> I, I can't believe how far we've gone, how low we've gone. Jesus, I know, man. I remember when it was just signs telling you not to grope cosplayers, and now we've come to this.